Hey, this is Welby Pierce. I'm the lead pastor of Hope Rising Church. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope it inspires you, hope it builds your faith, and hope it gives you perspective to see how God is moving in your life. I hope you enjoy the message. Come on, let's lift Jesus up in this place. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, we we build our life on you and nothing else. On this rock, we will stand. Lord, you told Peter that I will build my church on this rock and it shall not go away. That it shall be here forever. And so we thank you for that today, God. We thank you that we build our lives on something solid. We thank you today that we build our lives on something that we can trust and that we can believe in, believe in so, something that, that, that is bigger than us, God. And we just thank you for it. We pray that you speak to our hearts today. Lord, you, you touch our lives in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen. It's good to see you. Why don't you high five three people next to you and let them know it's good to see you today. Come on. It's good to see you today. It's good to see you today. So good. How's everybody doing today? Doing all right? I hope so. I hope you're doing okay. It's it's May. Can y'all believe it's Cinco de Mayo today? Come on. May 5th. Come on. Come on. I know I led you right to the water on that one. I was I was hoping. I was trying to be good up here, but I was hoping some of you weren't. So that's good. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. We like a we like a church that participates. Is that all right? Is that all right? So, hey, we, uh, we like to participate a little bit. I promise you, uh, today's going to be fun. Everybody says it's going to be fun. But, re- but really fun really is, is up to you, okay? So you, you, you put in it what you want to get out of it. And, uh, man, I, just know if, we, if you know, we, I say something good today, it's okay. Amber alert. Everybody's checking their phones. And um, that's all right. We'll wait. It's cool. It's going to be like 100 of them. See? I got it too. Right here. All right. My phone just happens to be on vibrate. Oh, let's see. All right. Stop. But it's, it's, still, it's still vibrating. There we go. All right, stop. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, hey, you know, if, if something said that's good, hey, holler back at me, all right? It, so it's okay. I want you to know you're in the church. It's okay to be like, mm-hmm. All right. It, it's, it's all right. Can everybody do that? Can you give me like a little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sound good. All right. So, so just something. Just you know, it, it helps encourage me a little bit. All right. Feel like I'm not talking to myself and all that. And so, man, we're gonna have a great day. Uh, we're gonna dedicate some children today. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, families taking their next steps and people taking their next steps. Man, it's it, I just I just love what God is doing. Hey, I wanna I wanna help you out. All right. Uh, where are all my, my, my fellas at? Fellas, 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 all right? I just, uh, next week, all right? Next week, put it down, Mother's Day, all right? If you're married, all right, you got kids, uh, just remember next week's Mother's Day. Don't say I didn't tell you. Come on, trying to help you out some, all right? So remember next week's Mother's Day, and uh, we're going to celebrate 
Mother's next week. It's going to be great. And so, hey, we're in this, this two-week series. This is actually the second week of it called Your Next Step. Everybody say that with me. Your Next Step. Come on, let's personalize it. Let's say my next step. So last week, we talked about uh, something really simple uh, that we don't really talk about a whole lot in church anymore, but we talked about reading your Bible. Like, this is a great next step for a lot of people. And it just wasn't a great next step for people that just have given their life to Jesus. I thought this would just be a good message to be able to, to talk to our church about because what I found is that a lot of people that are saved, a lot of people that have said yes to Jesus, we, we said yes to Jesus, but we forget to do our next step, and that's to read the Bible. Why do we read the Bible? Because we are in relationship with Jesus, and we want to know Jesus more. And so we talked about reading the Bible and getting to know Jesus more, that, that it's important for us that it's not about religion, but it's about relationship, right? It's not about religion. It's not about having to read the word. It's not having to do something. It's about I get to read the word. I get to know my Jesus more. And so that's what we talked about last week. And uh, this week, I want to help you with some next steps, all right? Another next step. Um, This isn't my message, but I want you to know this today, that uh, we have a subscription that we started uh, just the other day uh, with Right Now Media. Right Now Media. It's at the URL, uh, if you go online, is rightnowmedia.org. I want you to know that we've, we've done this subscription, and it's because of your faithfulness in giving. The generosity of this church is next to none all right, I just want to say thanks uh, for your giving. Thanks for your generosity. And because of, of your generosity, we're able to do stuff like this, not only make an impact outside of these four walls. In two weeks, I'm coming to you, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you kind of almost kind of like a mid-year kind of report and letting you know uh, how much you've been impacting uh, uh, the world, the, the nation around us, the city of Cyprus. Man, just, I'm telling you so many great things that have been going on, and I just want you to be aware of it, uh, I think it's good to let let God's people know uh, how your generosity is uh, impacting others. And so, uh, but because of that, we also are able to to impact the house, uh, inside the house. And uh, right now, media, there's an app. You can, no matter what platform your phone is, uh, you can uh, get that on or through your app store. And uh, I want to show it's free for you. And if you are uh, if you're in our database and we have an email on you, uh, I want you to know that you actually should have gotten an email uh, around the 10 o'clock time frame, so about 30 minutes ago, 34 minutes ago. Uh, you should have an email that has a link uh, for you to click on and, um, and get you set up, password, username, all that stuff, sign up with our church, and it's completely free for you. Uh, if you didn't get that email, we'll get you a link and we'll get you set up with that as well. But we want to we want to give you that resource uh, because I, I believe that we only need to take next steps, right? Right? Come on, y'all forgot what church you're at already. Come on. And so uh, there's tons of videos. Look, there's like thousands upon thousands of videos to help you with parenting, help you with marriage, help you with finance and discipleship and leadership. Uh, there's videos for kids. How many know? How many ever start? You got small little kids, and how many know it's tough sometimes uh, to get little kids like find like a good TV show for them. You just don't want to entertain them, but you'd be great if they learned something too. Sometimes, right? As they watch, and and so, or have you ever like watched? You've been been watching something, and you're like, sorry, sorry, son, you can't watch that. It's got 
this or that in it. You're like, mm, sorry. They talk bad to each other. They're disrespectful. And if you talk like that to me, you may not ever have any teeth ever again. And so um, I, I, I want you to have teeth and not look goofy. So uh, let's go. And so uh, there's videos. It's like Netflix, all right? Netflix for discipleship, Netflix for your kids. It's got all kinds of stuff for your kids. I'm telling you, um, and they'll, they'll, be learning thing, they'll be learning the Bible, but enjoying it at the same time. How many, how many of you know or think it's a good idea that we can make it to where our kids love Jesus too? All right, that's what I'm talking about. And so uh, this resource can be used for our groups. Uh, if you're leading a group, this resource could be used for that. You can use it for your own personal Bible study. I'm telling you, this is great. And so uh, sometime later today, get in that email Click that link and set yourself up an account. Uh, you're going to love it. And then, like I said, you can get it on the go and uh, get that app. And uh, I promise you, it's going to be a great resource for you. It's going to be a great resource for our church. And uh, I'm glad that we're able to do this for free where it doesn't cost us anything except for that monthly subscription. So thanks so much for your faithfulness and your generosity. Thank you. Hey, today, today I want to talk to you about the idea of this that I was made for this. Can you say that? Can you say, I was made for this? I was made for this. How, how often do you feel like you were made for this? How often do you tell yourself, I, I, I think I was made for more. I, I was made for this. Well, I suspect many of us maybe don't feel that way. That we feel frustrated and we feel discontent with our lives because we're not living out the specific, unique purpose that God has given us. Maybe you're there or maybe you have been there before. We know that there has to be more than, than this life, than what we're experiencing, but we don't know how to access it. We don't know what it really should look like. And uh, it reminds me of this story Reminds me of this story uh, where there, there's this Greyhound race park in Florida. And, and right, if you've ever seen a Greyhound racetrack, it, they, it goes in a circle, right? And the Greyhounds, they, as soon as the, 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 the bell goes off or the gun goes off and the gates open, the Greyhounds, they start, they start running. And, and there's, this, there's this little mechanical rabbit on the side that just goes. And so these Greyhounds are trained to chase this rabbit, all right, this rabbit's just, it's staying ahead of them, and they're just, they're going as fast as they can to chase this rabbit. Well, on this one particular race, the gates open, boom, all the greyhounds just start running, and all of a sudden, as soon as they start running, the rabbit blows up, boom. What do the greyhounds do? They look at each other, they stop. They're like, what's going on? One, one, one sits down in the dirt and just starts, you know, just looking around. Another one starts going crazy and starts running through fences and, and hurts itself. There's, there's other, other greyhounds that, that would kind of go to the spectators and they were howling and barking. Right? And then they like totally went nuts. They, they went crazy all because the rabbit blew up. Not one Single dog finished the race because there was nothing to chase. And this story strikes me as a vivid picture of the way many people live their lives. When there's nothing to chase, 
They struggle to find the meaning in their lives. What's my purpose? What's, what am I here for? They sit down, they get stuck. They try various escape routes only to hurt themselves. They, they howl at the spectators in their life. They, they begin to tweet at other people. And eventually they give up the race. You see, I believe it's more than chasing a rabbit in this life. That the key to a significant life is, is making sure you're chasing something much bigger than what's right in front of you. I'm going to say that again because that's, that's a good line. Let that stick in you this morning. The key to a significant life is making sure you're chasing something much bigger than what's right in front of you. So many people chasing their own rabbits. Career goals. Trying to move up that corporate ladder. Trying to accumulate wealth. Only to end up disappointed by their success. Others think finding the right spouse or, or starting a family or, or serving in ministry will fulfill them only to experience exhaustion and only to experience this tired feeling. They catch their rabbits just to be disappointed. And this is what I've learned. I've learned that it's never enough. Have you ever been there before? You caught some rabbits? You got the job you wanted? You got the smoking hot wife you wanted? Come on. Hey, girl. Call me. Psh. Call me on my cell phone. Anyways, um, it, like, like you've chased a few rabbits. And, and you thought when you caught, if I, if I made this much money, I would be happy. If I only had this type of friend, I'd be happy. If I, if I lived in this, this big of a house or, or if I drove a nicer car or, or you fill in the blank and, and you chase your own rabbit, you find out at the end of the day that it's never enough. Makes me feel good in the moment, but it's never enough. That's why it's so important to know why you're chasing what you're chasing. It's important that you know why you're chasing what you're chasing, that, that you would get the why before the what. The why. Why am I doing this? Why am I chasing this? Why is this important to me? Because if we achieve the what, as long as we know what the why is, as long as we know we're accomplishing the why, then it doesn't matter what the what is. It's just the means to accomplish the why. Does that make sense? Two of you, perfect. Okay, hang in there with me. So hey, God has a unique and distinct purpose for your life. God has a unique and a distinct purpose for your life. And so over the next couple of minutes, I wanna to talk to you about living on purpose. Living on purpose. In Ephesians, Paul says, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. I pray that, that you would see. I, I, pray, I pray that you would understand in order that you may know the hope, that, that you would have this knowledge to which God has called you, that you would have this knowledge of the purpose of your life, that you would have this knowledge of the calling that, has, that God has for you. 
the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Now, now don't miss the way hope and the calling are connected here. Because you will never have hope, you, you will never have hope for a better, a richer, a more fulfilled life until you know what God has called you to do with your life. You'll never be fulfilled. You can chase whatever rabbit you want to chase, but until you know why you're chasing that rabbit, you're never going to feel fulfilled. Come on, so, so the eyes of my heart, that I may, I may see and that I may be enlightened, that I may understand the hope that I have to which he has called me, that he has a plan and a purpose for my life, and I'm going to walk this thing out as he leads and as he guides because it's my inheritance. Don't miss how they're connected. Because when you find out why they're connected, you'll walk more confidently. You'll be able to walk with your chest held out a little bit, your head held high some, a little bit higher than maybe you did yesterday. Not in your own right, not arrogantly, just because you know what you've been created for. When you know what you've been created for, when you know what your purpose is, when you know the calling on your life, you'll be able to walk in confidence and say, you know what, no matter what the what looks like, I know my why. And so because I know my why, whatever this is over here, this can look like whatever it needs to look like. But as long as I know my why, I'm good, baby. I'm good. I'm going to walk this thing out. So we see in Paul's life, he says it like this in Acts 20, 24. He says, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim and my only hope is to finish the race and complete the task, to complete the purpose the Lord Jesus has given me. We see where there's these two images that are merged together. They're joined together here, that there's a race to be run and a service or ministry to be accomplished. A race to be run and a service or ministry to be accomplished. I don't know if any of you, any, any runners in here? Got any runners? Anybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I run from the bed to the bathroom and back. That's about as good as it gets, all right? And so um, so I hate, I hate running. I, it's not a joy of mine. It, it, I'm like, why not drive, okay? Um, you can get there a lot quicker, um, and it's a lot easier on your joints, and, you know, you feel, you feel all right, okay? And so, uh, but if you've ever run a race, right, there's some things there's some things that you do beforehand to run your race, right? You stretch a little bit, right? You're like, uh, oh, toe touch. Uh, yeah, got it, right? And uh, you, you plan a little bit. I, I know some of our guys just ran a half marathon. God bless you, fellas. And so uh, you, you plan you prepare, right? You got a meal plan maybe or, or, or there's, there's, you're working up a regiment to, you know, you're running three miles and then you're running four miles and you're, 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 you know, you're practicing and you're running six and seven and eight miles, however, however you do that. And, but you're training to run your race. And then it's game day and you're like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, I just don't want to pull a hammy. Come on, right? Come on, I just want to, anybody ever been there? I just want to finish the race, right? You hope to finish. You don't want to come up short. You don't want to quit. You want to be able to finish your race. And as you run with this hope, 
you fulfill the calling that God has on your life. Using your gifts to make a difference in serving and helping others. Using your gifts to make a difference by serving and helping others. Did you know that studies show that those that serve people, those that are running their race by serving other people, that they are the happiest people on the earth? If you're struggling with being happy today, can I tell you, just find somewhere, something, somebody to serve. I promise you, your outlook will begin to change and there'll be a switch that happens. And it may not be instantly, it may not be in a moment, but just begin to serve other people and you will see how it begins to change your outlook on life. That's why, that's why we offer Growth Track every Sunday. There's four steps in, in our growth track. We offer it every Sunday. Why? Because we believe that you should discover your purpose. We believe that God's got a plan for you. And, he, and listen, I say it all the time, but I don't want you to be at the end of your life looking back saying, I don't, I don't even know what my purpose was. I, I don't even know why I exist for. I, I just kind of went through the motions and I just earned the paycheck and I just earned the 401k and I, I just did all the things that I was supposed to do, but, but I don't really know why I really existed or I don't even know why I earned those things. I believe that that our growth track, it's, it's not the end all, but it's just the beginning of helping you to discover your purpose. One of the things we do, we do it in our second week. There's just four weeks to growth track, but the second week we do a spiritual gifts test. Why? Because we really want you to know why God created you the way he did. You ever asked yourself that question? Why'd you create me the way you did, God? I don't get it. I don't know why. Well, we want to help you, and we do that through growth track. You're created to run your race and finish as you serve others along the way. Can I tell you that your race isn't so much about you near as much as it is about somebody else? The people that you pass, the people that you help along the way, the one that does maybe pull the hammy and you kind of help them across the finish line. The one that pulls the calf muscle and you're cheering them on. The one that needs a drink of water. And although you're not thirsty, you go ahead and provide them the drink of water that they need. I want you to know that you're one of a kind. No one can be you like you can be you. Get that in your spirit. Nobody can be you like you can be you. So stop trying to be like somebody else. Nobody can be you like you can be you. You're one of a kind. You're a Picasso. Come on. You walk around and be like, I'm a Monet. Let's go. Like, come on. I look good. Come on. I, I feel good. Like, like God, God's got me, baby. Like, like I don't know, but, but I know who he's called me to be and what he's called me to do. Nobody can be you so, but like you. So start being you. You don't have to be like somebody else. You may ins be inspired to be like other people, and I think that's great, but at the end of the day, be you. I remember for the first probably two and a half years of youth ministry, my wife and I were in youth ministry for 15 years, and we love students, and we still love students. We think it's the best thing in the world. And for the about for the first two and a half years, I preached like my youth pastor. So I didn't know anything else. 
I was like, he's all right. Come on. Like, just, like, if I just co- like I copied his vernacular. Like, I copied his ups and his downs. I copied some of his same stories. I, like, anything I could do, I'd be like, hey, could you send me some of your messages that you sent me? I just, I just need, I need to preach like you. And it came, it came a time where I realized I got to stop being like that guy and I need to start being myself. And there's times that you need to say, you know, I need to stop being like this person. I need, I need to start being myself. I need to be all who God created me to be. Oh, I may, I may favor somebody. I may look like somebody, but I need to, I need to fulfill my purpose. Not, not the purpose that, that my dad has for me or my mom has for me or what they said I was going to be, but I need, to, I need to carry out all who God has created me to be. No one can be you like you can be you. You're one of a kind. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4, says this in the message version. It says, God's various gifts are handed out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere. They're all over the place. But they all originate where? In God's spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action where? Everywhere. But God himself is behind it all. Everybody say he's behind it all. Come on, say it's his fault. Come on, it's God's fault. Come on, it's behind, he's behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Man, I, I don't know about you, but that gives me some confidence today. There's, there's something to do inside of you that says, hey, this is who God is. Man, man, your life should exhibit something about who God is. Man, there should, be, there should be something in your life, if you follow Jesus, there should be something in your life that, that reflects the, the image of God. Come on, we were made in his image and in his likeness. Each person is given something to do that shows how good God is. Everyone gets in on it. I love it. Everyone gets in on it and everyone benefits. Every, I, I kind of, I thought this, everyone who gets in on it. Man, you just got to step in today. You just got to take your next step today. Whatever that next step is, man, take that next step today because when you get in on it, not only do you benefit from it, but everybody else around you benefits from it. How many like to be around people that benefit you, that help you, that love you, that encourage you? Anybody like to be around people like that? Come on, like, like I think we all love to be around people like that, not people that bring me down, not people that are negative, not people say that I can't do it, not any people in my life that say, hey, come on, you can do this. Come on, you were made for this. Come on, I was made for this. So everybody gets in on it and everybody benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit and to all kinds of people. The variety is wonderful. And I love that last line. The variety is wonderful. It's like Baskin Robbins up in here. Come on. We got 31 flavors. Come on, how many like cookies and cream people? Come on. Anybody like some cookies and cream? Come on, somebody. I'm preaching good right now. I love, I love going to the grocery store. Wife says, hey, I need you to go grab some eggs and some bacon and some biscuits. I need you to go get some chicken. Like, that's all great. But, baby, if I go to the grocery store, you might as well go to the bank. There's probably going to be some bluebell coming back with me. Come on. How many mint chocolate chip, anybody? 
Come on, how many just like plain vanilla? Anybody like plain vanilla? But you like to put some chocolate on it. Come on, you like to put a little uh, like M&Ms on it. You like to put some, some candy on it. How many, how many, where are my chocolate people? How many, how many love some chocolate? Man, my son, he loves chocolate. You don't even have to ask him. He's like, just give me chocolate, Dad. I'm good. I'm like, let's go, son. I love me some chocolate. It's so good. Come on, come on. We have a variety. Any butter pecan people? Anybody like butter pecan? <laughs> Sorry, come on, I got a witness in the back. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, the variety is wonderful. Come on, I love how God has made us. There's a variety. Come on, God needs you. He just doesn't need a, a world full of me. Come on, pasty and transparent. He doesn't need just a, just a, a bunch of people like me. Come on, we need some black people and, and some Hispanic people or some Latino. Come on, where's Lorenzo go? Some Latino people. Come on, we need some Asian people. Come on, red and yellow, black and white. We are precious in his sight. Come on, you are one of a kind. I'm telling you, let's celebrate the diversity. Let's celebrate the variety. Come on, we just, we just don't live in the United States of America, but come on, we live in Houston, Texas, man. It's like a melting pot here in Houston, and I love it. Just want to eat it all up. <laughs> I'm going home to eat ice cream. That's all I'm saying. Come on, he he makes every one of us unique, so he must love variety. Man, I just think if if everybody was like me, holy cow, it, we'd live in a cutthroat world, y'all. Like everybody would probably hate each other, offend each other. Um, like we'd love each other to end somehow, but man, everybody would be super direct. Like how many know sometimes you just need to soften it up a little bit? How many know sometimes you just need to chill out a little bit? Like so my wife sometimes, she's like, hey, babe, you just need to chill out. Come on, eat some ice cream. Come on. Like, just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Like, whew. that's what I've been learning to do over this past year. Just take a deep breath. Like, it's going to be okay. He makes us unique. I love it. And when you discover the way God made you and you begin living this out the way he made you, you will experience a fulfillment like none other, and you will know, and you will walk around with your chest held high and your head held high, saying, I was made for this. I'm one of a kind, and he loves me. He didn't make me a mistake. It's not by accident that I live in the year 2019. It's not an accident that I live in Houston, Texas. It's not an accident that you're here at Hope Rising in Cypress, Texas today. No, you are unique, and you were made for this. Mm, so good. So it says in Colossians 2, it says, The whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and its sinews, its tendons, it grows as God causes it to grow. This is one of the reasons we are passionate about our growth track, passionate about you serving. Because when you run your race, and you serve others, the body grows. When you're running your race by serving others, we win. You win. Why do we have a dream team? Because we're serving others. Because we're, we're, we're serving others. Because we're running a race. It's not all about us. 
Come on, we got blue shirts. What are they called? Blue shirts. <laughs> we got blue shirts all over this place that say made for this. You were made for this. In fact, I was going to wear one and preach in it today, but I knew I was doing child dedication, so I said I better dress up just a little bit. No T-shirts on the stage today. So, hey, we're supporting each other. We're serving one another because when we do this, the body grows. Could you imagine what it would be like today if when you walked in there was nobody to high-five you? Could you, could you imagine what it would be like if there was nobody there to, to help you check your kids in today? Could you imagine what it would be like if you dropped your kids off in, into their class today but there was no teacher there today? Could you imagine if you have a, if you have a, a, a baby in diapers and there was nobody there to change the diapers for, for the baby? Come on, could you imagine what it would be like for your four-year-old if, if nobody was there to teach them about the love of Jesus today? Could, could you imagine if we didn't have it planned, but, but your nine-year-old went to class today and we just let them run around and we just, we just used it as a great opportunity to, to let them run around and get some energy out, but we didn't bring them Jesus? Could you imagine what it would be like if we didn't have coffee in the hallway? Come on, we, we brew Starbucks, come on. Like, it's good stuff. It's not Folgers. Mm, oh. just, just shoot me now. Do you know somebody had to get here to make that so you can have some coffee? Come on, did you know somebody had to set the pipe and drape up today so this could look more like an auditorium and so it, didn't look le- it looked less like a school? Do you know some people had to set some signage up? Did you know that, that we had people here early setting up the sound system so, so you could hear a band play at, at a high quality and they could sing at a high quality? Come on, come on, Eric, come on. That there was a sound man in the back. Do you know that we got a sound man that could go other places? Do you know that he gets offered like week in and week out to go places that pay him like a crazy amount of money and he tells them, nah, I'm all right. I got my church because I love the relationships that I have with people. Come on, come on. We celebrate you, bro. Come on. You don't. You may not understand it, but I'm just going to get a little hype for a moment. Man, we got a church at a church of our size. We're just a year old. But can I tell you there's things that we're experiencing in our church that we don't, the other churches at this size, at this moment, at this time don't experience? I'm just telling you, God's doing great things. And you were made for this. So good. I ordered the hyped up preacher today. And bringing it down, come on. They're like, you need to shut up, preacher, let's go. Just kidding. I can't be me without you. In fact, if I just was up here by myself today, it'd be kind of lame, if I'm being honest. Wouldn't be that fun. I can't be me without you. And you can't be you without me and the others around you. Can I tell you, you need other people in your life. I've heard people say sometimes, I don't need any more friends. I'm at capacity. Can I tell you, sometimes you need some new people in your life. Sometimes you need the right people in your life. I can't be me without you and you can't be you without me. What I found is that we make each other better. We're better together. Your health and your growth depend on people around you. Their health and their growth depend on you. 
Let that be a sobering statement. That their health, their growth, their spiritual development depends on you. Man, what if you could make someone's marriage better today by how you lived out your marriage? What if you could help somebody today by the way you handle your struggle? And you could help somebody along the way. Say, hey, you know what? I've struggled too, just like that. This is how I handle it. Man, how awesome would that be? You were made for this. You were made to discover your purpose. I believe that we're all on a spiritual journey and we all discover our purpose at different times, but can I tell you, life's a lot more fun when you figure it out sooner than later. Don't be at the end of your life. I wanna challenge you today. Don't be at the end of your life and asking the question, what was I made for? What was my purpose? Maybe you're closer to the end of your life than you are at the beginning. And you'd say, I, I, don't, I, I still don't know my purpose. I want to tell you it's okay, but I want to challenge you to lean into Jesus. Discover it. Whatever years you have left, discover it. If you're young in here today and you, you don't know your purpose, figure it out. Allow good people to speak into your life. Can I tell you sometimes, sometimes when you're older, I'm gonna talk to older and younger for a second. Sometimes when you're at the end of your life or, or you're in the later stages of your life, you feel like your purpose is gone and that there's not a lot of value that you can add. But can I tell you, younger person today, we need the older generation. Come on, we need the older generation. Come on, we need some people that have walked through life before us, that have gone on ahead, that they got some struggles and they got some, some battle wounds and they got some scars and they got some stripes. They say, you know what, I've gone, I, I've gone through life and I got the t-shirt for it. And I see the path you're going down and I just want to help you out. Can I tell you that we need you, older generation? Younger generation, we need them. We need to honor them. We need to respect them. Because there's still a lot of life to live and a lot of life to learn. I don't know about you, but I, I like to learn lessons in life through other people, not necessarily always by my own doing. Because if I can learn by your mistakes, I can get through life a little quicker. I can maybe be a little bit more successful. I can be a little bit more happy. I could not have to go through some of the heartache simply because I stopped and I learned from somebody else. You were made for this. You were made to run your race, not somebody else's. Stop being somebody else. I want to encourage you to stop being somebody else. You be you. You be you and be the best at it. Stop pretending to be somebody else. Stop trying to be somebody else. You're uniquely you. 
I can't be you. Only you can. You were made for this. You were made to live out the calling that God has on your life. That the eyes of our heart would be would be enlightened, that we would see, that we would understand this hope that he has for us that we call purpose, we call a calling. And you can start today. You can start today. Because there's nothing like knowing who God's called you to be why he's called you to be and what he's called you to do. Let's get the why right and let the what follow. Why am I like this? Why was I created for this? Why am I made for this? Because I'm, I'm made to make a difference. I'm made to lead others. I'm made to make an impact in the world around me. So no matter what my what is, as long as it follows my why, I'm okay. You were made for this. Start today. In fact, I want to encourage you. Today's step one of Growth Track. I want to challenge you today. If you've not been a part of Growth Track, it's four steps. Each Sunday is, is another step. We repeat them every month. Today's step one. And it gets you a chance to, to understand who we are and understand just just kind of our flow and, and, and kind of why we do what we do in our hearts and our passions. And man, we'd love for you to be at Growth Track today right after service. It's at the end of this hallway. I'd love for you to be there. We've got food for you. Maybe you didn't plan to be there, but, but something inside you is saying, hey, yeah, that's, that's me. I, I want to discover my purpose today. I want to step into Growth Track today. We've got, we've got food for you. If you've got kids, we'll take care of your kids during that. We'll feed them as well. I want you to know we've planned for you. Even if you... Even if you didn't sign up today, it's okay. You don't have to sign up, man. Just walk in. We are planned and prepared for you, and we want to walk this journey out with you because we're better together. We want you to find your uniqueness. We want you to discover who God's created you to be. So let's pray. Lord, we love you. Lord, I thank you for, for meeting us today that we can take our next steps. Lord, I thank you that we can take our next step towards you. Whatever that looks like. For some, it's, it's reading their Bibles. For some, it's praying. For, for some, it's beginning this journey of I'm going to be purposeful in, in figuring out what my purpose is. I'm going to discover who God's created me to be. To be. If, he's, if he's created me to be uniquely me, and if I can, if I can only be me, and I can, I can only be the one that does me the best, God, I, I, I want to I be the best at being me. And so, Lord, I pray that we would find out why we're created and what you've created us for. Let us make this our passion. Let it make it be our drive so that we can make a difference in other people's lives. Truly, I believe we were made for this, God. We were made to run our race. Made to run our race by serving others. Let the eyes of our hearts be enlightened for this hope of the calling that you've placed on our lives. 
you for joining us in the Hope Rising podcast. Visit us online at hoperising.co. If you're in the Cypress, Texas area, we would love to connect with you on Sundays, 10 a.m. at Spillane Middle School. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week.